This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that we started last week, and that theme was not being ashamed of the gospel. And we looked at the life of Paul, and he was a demonstration of not being ashamed of the gospel. And we have to remember, before he wrote to the church at Rome, he was imprisoned at Philippi in Acts 16. He was smuggled out of Berea and mocked in Athens in Acts 17. He was called a fool in Corinth. He was stoned in Galatia. And yet when he wrote to the church at Rome, he wrote these words in chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. We looked at scriptures, both in the Old and the New Testaments, about the the power of God to keep us through difficult situations. And actually, in 2 Corinthians 4, Paul speaks about momentary light afflictions, which in our minds would be disasters. But they, in and of themselves, were producing an eternal weight of glory that allowed Paul not to be ashamed of the gospel. And this week we have been speaking about specific scriptures that will allow us not, that would permit us to not be ashamed of the gospel. We started the week by speaking about the need to be led by the Holy Spirit. We see that in the life of, of Paul, and we see it in the life of Jesus. In fact, the, the, it was through the Holy Spirit that Jesus was conceived. Throughout his life, he was led by the Holy Spirit. And actually, the resurrection came through the power of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus and Paul were led distinctly by the Holy Spirit. We spoke about obeying and living by the word of God. And we know that the word of God in Matthew says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We read from Psalm 119, verse 80. May my heart be blameless in your statutes that I may not be ashamed. It says in Psalm 128, 1, blessed are all those who fear the Lord and walk in obedience to him. Luke eleven twenty eight. Blessed are those who hear the word and do it. So we must be doers of the word and not merely hearers. Yesterday, and this is where we're going to continue today, we spoke about the need to be willing to suffer for the name of the Lord. We spoke from First Peter 2.20. It says, For what credit is there 
if when you sin and are harshly treated, you endure it with patience. But if when you do what is right and suffer for it, you patiently endure it, this finds favor with God. 1 Peter 3.14 Even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed. We went to the Sermon on the Mount and see that in Matthew chapter 5, verse 10, we see these words. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We saw in verse 11 in chapter 5, the word that says, Blessed are you when men cast insults at you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely on account of me. How do we react to such situations? This is really the test of where we are with the Lord, Junie. And anyone uh, would be upset or um, be frustrated or um, hold a grudge or want to see that, uh, that person who hurt them uh, suffer hurt. But when we walk in the Spirit, when we ask the Lord to teach us to live and move and have our being in Him, the Lord, through our life, shows love or shows perseverance or ministers to us and heals our heart. So the key to uh, being able to suffer for righteousness sake is not human. It's divine. And Jesus did that for us. And Paul followed Jesus and did it for the church, did it for Israel, and did it for the Lord. And Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ, as I follow the Messiah. And so taking these scriptures to heart, it's not that uh, God is a masochist. It's that he has an enemy, the evil one who wants to kill, steal, and destroy every believer. And Jesus came and uh, died for us that he might send us in his resurrected power, the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, that enables us to endure. So I just want to encourage every listener today to be blessed in the Lord, yes, Lord. in every situation of life and not to forget to thank the Lord for that's his will for us. Why? Because he, through our thanksgiving, can change our heart and encourage us through situations that we could not naturally bear. It's really true, Journey, and this is, could I kind of call it a litmus test to see where we are. Have we really been made new in the Lord? Because this is contrary to everything natural. So let's look at these verses again. We're in 1 Peter 4, beginning at verse 12. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you, and here's the key, for your testing. God is trying to prove us. We are, our faith is always being tested as though some strange thing were happening to you. But to the degree that you share the sufferings of Christ, keep on rejoicing so that also at the revelation of his glory, you may rejoice with exaltation. Junie, that is so powerful and it really speaks to us. Are we willing to live this kind of life for the Lord? 
And I think the proving, Shelley, uh, comes with showing us the power of God in our life. Yes. In other words, we couldn't endure naturally. Or if we live in the soulish realm, going on what we feel or think. But if we live in the spirit, it actually encourages our faith because we see what God is doing in us or through us because we're aware that it's not us. Thank you, Lord. Because we wouldn't be that way. We would uh, walk away or be discouraged or uh, remain alone if we're being mistreated. But God, in his power of the life in us, enables us to do more. So what's being proven is the life of Christ in us. us. And our faith is increased as a result of it. Amen. You know, Ginny, while you were speaking, I was just thinking of some commentaries that I read that really uh, came against Paul saying that if he only had more faith, he wouldn't have gone through this. That is such a lie. If you, if we're believers and are born again believers led by the spirit, there's a degree of suffering that we're going to have to endure and not only endure, but rejoice through it. So let's continue in First Peter 4 verse 14. If you are reviled for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. By no means let any of you suffer as a murderer or thief or evildoer or a troublesome meddler. But if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not feel ashamed, but in that name let him glorify God. And then if we skip down to verse 19, we read this. Therefore, let those also who suffer according to the will of God entrust their souls to a faithful creator in doing what is right. There's that issue of being righteous. Being righteous will cause persecution to come against us, as we read in Matthew 5, 10, and 11. This is so critical in this day and age, and nobody, nobody looks for suffering, but it's a natural response if we're going to be righteous and live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And we need to stop for a moment and say, how do I regard, how do I look at things when I'm being persecuted or I'm being tested? Do we fight against God? Are we ashamed of what we believe? Or are we going to be like Jesus? Are we going to be like Paul and just press on and live a life that glorifies the Lord? And you know, Shelley, we see in the end of chapter 11 in Hebrews about those who suffered, you know, some of... Uh, the women received uh, their dead. Well, let, let me let, let me just read it. Um, faith in chapter eleven, starting at verse thirty-three. Who, by the help of faith, subdued kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promised blessings closed the mouths of lions, extinguished the power of raging fire, escaped the devourings of the sword, out of the frailty and weakness won strength and became stalwart, even mighty and uh, restless in battling, routing alien hosts. 
Some women received again their dead by the resurrection. Others were tortured to death with clubs, refusing to accept release, offered on the terms of denying their faith that they might be resurrected to a better life. Can you read this, Shelley? Because... Others had to suffer the trial of mocking and scourging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned to death. They were lured with tempting offers to renounce their faith. They were sawn asunder. They were slaughtered by the sword while they were alive. They had to go about wrapped in the skins of sheep and goats, utterly destitute, oppressed, cruelly treated. And the last verse in that chapter, verse 40, because God had us in mind and had something better and greater in view for us, so that they, these heroes and heroines of faith, should not come to perfection apart from us, that is, before we could join them. And these were whom the world was not worthy. Yes. And we pray that we could join with those in faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box... 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 That's P.O. Box 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 And you can also contact them on their website ShellyandJuneVolk.com That's ShellyandJuneVolk.com Until next time The Lord bless thee and keep thee The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.